Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with former Philadelphia Eagles beat writer from NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And Mark, this is it. This is like Christmas Eve for football fans. We're going to have meaningful football every Sunday until February. It's everybody's brimming with optimism. Even the bad teams think they can win this year. What, what does the start of the season mean to a guy like you who's seen so many? Well, it's always good, mainly because preseason's finally over. We, 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 the most god awful preseason now. in the history of sports. I think oh, we've covered yeah. that, right? Exactly. So yeah, so yeah, it is exciting, and and like you said, every team, you know, everybody starts zero and zero. So. You know, there's no I mean, certain teams are obviously better than others, but those other teams don't think that right now. They they think you know they think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And 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 let's be honest, every every year for the last I mean, you go back I don't know how many years, ten, twenty, whatever. There's always one team that you don't expect to be that good that turns out to be pretty good. Well, how about the, the Eagles side? a couple of years ago? Exactly. <laughs> the year they won the Super Bowl, they were predicted to be about an eight and eight or nine and seven team, exactly. and they just caught lightning in a bottle. And then on the flip side, there's always a team that has high expectations, and you think, hey, this is, this is the team this is going to be. And whether it's injury or just not, you know, meshing together properly, they they wind up 8-8 eight and, eight and, and out of the playoffs. So that's what makes it exciting. And, and that's the thing that I love about football more than other sports is that it, every game means something. I mean, you can't lose two or three in a row in football or you're, or you're in trouble. Baseball, I mean, you play 162 games. You're, you know, you can lose – 70 of them and you still have a good year right so exactly well let, let's talk a, a, about the eagles cuts and you know by the way there's no question that this is the most talented eagles roster on both sides of the ball that i can remember in in my you know i go back to 1980 i was fortunate enough to be a member of the eagles super bowl team but uh, here here's the releases Running back Wendell Smallwood, who gets picked up by the Skins, by the way. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Cornerback Orlando Skandrick. Running back Josh Adams. Defensive tackle Trayvon Hester, who had a great preseason. The Skins picked him up as well. Of course, quarterback Cody Kessler got caught in that squeeze. We're going to talk about the Eagles quarterback position. Denell Pumphrey. Boston Scott, who was re-signed to the practice squad. Clayton Thorson, who we should also talk about. The Eagles waste a fifth-round pick on a quarterback who's now picked up by the Dallas practice squad, and you know there's going to be a lot of skull sessions there learning about the Eagles' offense. Wide receiver Greg Ward, who could not have played any better, in my estimation, in the preseason. The Eagles like Matt Collins. They invested a high pick in him, so they're going to give him a shot. But Ward is now in the practice squad. Uh, Journeyman uh, center guard Steve Wisniewski was released as well. So there are some pretty good names on that cut list. Not bad, and that's a sign of a good team. When 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 you cut guys and they get picked up, that that tells you that. Well, it tells you one of two things: either you made a mistake and you probably shouldn't have cut that guy, or more more so the fact that you you have pretty good pretty good depth if people are yeah. are picking up your guys. I was you know, and I know you like this guy a lot, and and I like him personally, but I wonder if the Eagles made the right decision keeping. Uh, however old he is, what's he? What's he like? Sixty-two now. Darren Sproles, <laughs> well, <laughs> over listen, Smallwood and Adams. Because uh, listen, I I told you this before. I saw him at practice. He was the fastest player on the field. You know, he's an experienced guy. Is he going to get hurt? Probably, but everybody right. gets hurt. 
Everybody yeah, he gets hurt. Every, has he played a? When is the last time he's played ten games? I don't. I don't remember that. I don't remember yeah. that. But you know, that's and you want also to with with him in street clothes. That's true, but you know, you've got Boston Scott on the practice squad, and you've got depth at running back. You're looking at Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, Sproles, and Corey Clement. I mean, there's a lot of talent back there. You're not going to – hey, listen, if Darren Sproles was the man, I would say bad move. As a complimentary piece, I I say he's a great addition to the roster. I'll see that. Because he can do – he can help you special teams-wise, I guess, more more so than Smallwood would. But I guess – I mean, I I just tend to take the younger guy maybe. But I guess they're going – I mean, I – and he is a great guy. That that's part of the deal. I think they just he's so well liked in the locker room and he's so he's just a good guy. I mean, so that that's I guess that was part of it. But I don't know, that that's the Smallwood going to the Redskins. That's, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. And and you know they're they're picking his brain this this week as well. Well, you know, Smallwood was claimed by four teams, I believe. So he was like, he was, yeah, he was a, he was a hot ticket on the waiver wire. Let's talk a, about a couple of other roster moves that I found interesting. They uh, signed Craven LeBlanc, the cornerback, to an extension, and then put him on IR. Now IR isn't what it used to be. When I played IR, meant you were gone for the season. Now I think it's six or eight games, eight games. and they could bring him back. And obviously that's their plan. Otherwise they wouldn't have signed him to that extension. Right. Obviously his injury, they you know their their doctors are telling them that he can he'll be he'll be healthy within you know six to eight weeks, and and he'll be able to play the second half of the year and you know into the postseason. You know, assuming the Eagles make it, and that's what they're looking at right now with him that. You know, all right, so he he won't be here early, but he'll, he'll be there when it counts. Mm-hmm. The Eagles also picked up Kyle Lalletta. Now, as you know, I did the CAA football yeah, for Fox the last few seasons, and this kid's got some real talent. He's got an extremely strong arm. He's smart, um, and it's interesting that the Eagles make this move, cutting Thorson again, a guy they've invested a fifth round draft choice in, and bringing a guy like Lalletta off the waiver wire. To land on their practice squad. Well, well, I think he, I think they, they got better. I t- I don't want to sound like I know more than anybody, but because I don't, I get lucky sometimes. But I told you when they drafted Thorson, he wasn't any good. Yeah, you did say that. I mean, he, I, I don't know what they saw in him. I have no idea what 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 they liked about him. Because I didn't see anything that I liked about him. And he's you know he's on Dallas's practice squad for one reason. One reason. Yeah, yeah. Information, <laughs> right? It's like it's like the CIA. Right, he's, being, exactly. he's being debriefed as we speak. He's there to tell Jason Garrett everything he knows about the Eagles' offense. That's and that's that's what they're paying him for. That's all. Do you, think, do you think he's sitting in a room at a desk with a bright light shining in his <laughs> eye and they're disseminating all the information they can from? I think uh, that's you're close to there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't I didn't like Cody Tesla either. I, I didn't think he was any good. So all that, I'm surprised the Giants gave up on him. Well, because of Daniel Jones and, and oh, yeah. Eli Manning, and they got stacked up at that position, you know. And that and that's a great point. A lot of times, players get caught in a squeeze. It doesn't mean you can't play. It just means you can't play for that particular team. And I love the fact that Lalette is on this uh, practice squad because who would you rather have in an emergency situation coming into the game, Kyle Lalette or Clayton Thorson? I mean, it's it's a no brainer. I'd rather have you than than, than, than Thorson. <laughs> Well, I, I promise you I'd be a pocket passer. There'd be no scrambling if I was back there. Hey, speaking of quarterbacks, let's talk about Carson Wentz. No snaps in the preseason. And, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum, too. 
very hard to replicate game speed, and Carson Wentz has seen none of it other than the live scrimmages they did against Baltimore and within themselves. Do you think it's going to take them a week or two to get acclimated to how fast the game is? I think so, and, I, and, and, and not just him. I mean, we're focusing on the Eagles, that's who we're talking about, but Aaron Rodgers didn't, didn't take a snap for the, for the Packers. Um, Mitch Trubisky didn't, didn't take a snap for the Bears, and, and they play um, tomorrow night. We'll, we'll see how, how, how that goes. But, yeah, I, I, I think the first couple of weeks of this season, you'll see the defenses will be a step ahead of the offenses. I mean, I believe that. Um, and every game, not, not just the Eagles, but like I said, everywhere. It's going to take time, yeah. I mean, and I know they, they tell you that he practiced and he did this, but like you said, it's, it's not the same speed. And here's the other thing. They don't hit you in practice. Yeah, they, they got the red jersey on for a reason, right? Yeah. So, I mean, now, I, now, now listen, do I think it's going to be the, the demise of the team? No, not at all. I just, But you're right. I think it's going to take a week or two, maybe three, for the offense to really click the way we think it can. Yeah. Well, Doug Peterson, he's a smart guy. He's a good play caller. I think early on in the season, you're going to see a lot of dump offs, quick screens, right. just stuff to get, you know, Wentz again, acclimated to the speed of the game. And, you know, maybe later in game one or certainly in the weeks to follow, he'll be able to show off his arm strength, but they don't want to get him hurt. They don't want him scrambling out of the pocket. So the, the quick passing game, and I want to talk about the Eagles tight end situation too, because I found that interesting, but you're going to see the backs and the tight ends catch a lot of balls early on. Oh, you will. Well, they're tight ends. I mean, Ertz caught when he, when he catch last year, hundred, whatever. Right. I mean, so yeah, he's, he's the focal, he's if not the focal point of the offense. He's certainly a focal point of the offense. And he's good too. Dallas Goddard. I mean, I think, I think Eagles are going to line up a lot in two, two tight end sets. I do, too, and uh, so that brings us to the point they did not keep a third tight end. Now, what they call a 12 package, which is one back and two tight ends, the Eagles look to be running a lot of that this season. If one of those guys gets hurt, they're going to use a tackle as the second tight end. Now, obviously, if one of those two get hurt, they're not going to run the 12 package. They'll just run one tight end. But, again, with the tight ends that the Eagles cut, a couple of them in, in preseason look pretty good. I thought they might keep a third, especially in the practice squad, but right now they're the only two tight ends on the roster. Yeah, I, I was a little worried because I thought they, they were going to call, call you and sign you, and I wouldn't have a partner to do the podcast with anyone. Yeah, well, you know what? For the kind of money they're making, I would have lasted a play and a half and missed my way back to the sideline, but I would have got paid. So it was <laughs> yeah, but no, I am surprised that, they, that there's not a third. I thought they were going to claim somebody that off waivers. I thought they were going to that they knew, you know, because teams, most teams know what other teams are doing, and for the most part, they know, you know, just like just like the Redskins and a bunch of teams knew that Smallwood was going to get cut, right? Or they probably thought he was going to get cut, and he did, and that's and they were ready. So the Eagles probably had a, I, you know, I I thought the Eagles had a list of tight ends that they thought might be available, and they were going to claim one, you know, or sign one, and maybe none of them that they liked were let go because. Yeah, two tight ends on the round. Hey, Marcus, sorry, we were breaking up a little bit there. It's okay. Um, let's let's talk about the Redskins, the week one opening day opponent. You know, at quarterback, they're going to go with Case Keenum. They drafted Dwayne Hoskins from Ohio State early on in the first round. Not as high as he would have liked, but 
he was still a, a mid-first rounder. And then Colt McCoy struggling with an injury. He's the third under depth chart. And uh, Alex Smith, who suffered that gruesome leg injury last year, is kind of hanging out, not expected to play this year, and probably has played his last football, at least for the Redskins, and most likely overall. What do you think of Washington's chances, especially since their all-pro tackle, Trent Williams, is holding out? I I mean, the Eagles have to win this game, right? I mean, this is a this is one of the ones. They're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I think it's the biggest opening um, day line, nine-and-a-half. So, I mean, this is a – I don't want to say it's a must-win, but it's, it's a game they could certainly win at home. Uh, the division game, so you want to get off to a good start in the division. The Redskins, I don't think – they're not very good to begin with. I think they're at best maybe around a 500 team at best. Um, I do like I, I like Haskins. I think that was a nice pick, and I like the fact that they're not throwing him out there right away, especially without his with their all pro left tackle, like you said. So, um, yeah, I don't. Uh, Case we've seen Case Keenum come come to the link a few times and not not do so well. Um, yeah, I, I think the Eagles should win this game pretty handily. Yeah, the, the spread tells you something there. In a rivalry game opening day for the Eagles to be eight or nine or ten point favorite, it seems kind of crazy. But uh, somehow those guys in Vegas know what they're doing, don't they? And they set those numbers. <laughs> hey, yeah, let, let's talk about Dallas. You know, Ezekiel Elliott coming out of his holdout. He was paid handsomely for it. He got uh, fifty million guaranteed, one hundred and eight total. Uh, one of the biggest contracts in Dallas Cowboys history. They pretty much had to resign him, didn't they? Oh yeah, I mean it, you know you and they were. It was just a matter of getting everything done. Now, now again, he didn't do anything, and he wasn't even in camp. So I mean, it, how how many weeks is, is it going? Now running back's a little different than, than quarterback. Obviously, he, he he doesn't need his timing or anything. He, he just needs to be. Hopefully, he kept himself in good shape, which he would think he did. Um, but it's again, it's going to take him a week or two to acclimate himself to getting hit. He hasn't gotten hit in a long time, and and you know better than I. Those you know. They, they hit pretty hard in his NFL. Yes, they do. And he's going to have some sore moments in the first few weeks. So my prediction for the NFC East, the Eagles are going to win it. Dallas right behind them. I think the Redskins and Giants will kind of battle for that third and fourth spot. What are your predictions? This I'm, year I'm with you 100%. And I think, yeah. I think the Cowboys will be – I think the Eagles will win a division. I think the Cowboys will not only come in second, but I think they'll be a wild card. And everything's got – from, from last year. Everything's got to fall right, of course, but then there's some competition with New Orleans and the Rams and the NFC. But, you know, this could be a year where the Eagles could be looking at Super Bowl again. Well, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that because I'm sure people up there are very optimistic. I'm living down here in South Carolina where the Panthers are the favorite team, but not a, it's not like it is up there. The Eagles are considered a good team here. They're, no one's talking Super Bowl for them. They're talking playoffs. Everybody thinks they're a playoff team, but they're not getting the hype that the Saints and Rams are getting. Well, that's good. We'd like to sneak up on it. Exactly. Hey, Mark, we're out of, we're out of time. Okay. Looking forward to it. We'll have a lot to talk about next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Bird Brains.